Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. So, season nine for Album for the Day, we're going to do self titled albums. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about self titled albums is it may be their first recording, it may not be. They may have waited nine albums to do a self titled <laughs> album. And these but, are the things we discover. And the, uh, the thing I love about the self-titled concept is a lot of times it really shows you who the artist is, you know, and that's why they made it their self-titled they album. They felt that confidently about this content that they were like, what else can we mm-hmm. call it? This is who I am as yeah. an artist. Signature. Awesome. Album for the day, February the 17th, is The Doors. It was recorded August 19th through 24th of 1966 at Sunset Sound Recorders in Hollywood and released January the 4th of 1967 on Electra Records, produced by Paul A. Rothschild, who you may remember produced Pearl by Janis Joplin. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this to me, like I was heavily influenced by The Doors uh, growing up. Um, I absolutely love this record. Um, uh, to me, this is like one of the most like haunting and melodic uh, albums, uh, especially as a debut album. I feel it's one of the strongest debuts of a band. Um, just not only... And to hear you describe it that way really describes, you know, the formation of the band. Again, yeah, the total DNA of this band is on this album. Oh, yeah. The oh. darkness, the light, everything that they were about yep. is all right here for you. The controversialness uh, of the doors is also on here with the last song being The End, which is kind of like a, a modern telling of the Oedipus story. Um, and it's, uh, uh, yeah, it, this album does, it, it really solidifies the doors um, as all of those things that become iconic rock and roll historical kind of band stuff. You know, Jim Morrison actually, he talked at some length about the end throughout the rest of his life because people continued to ask him about it. In 1969, he said, Every time I hear that song, it means something else to me. I really don't know what I was trying to say. It just started out as a simple goodbye song, probably just to a girl, but I could see how it could be goodbye to a kind of childhood. I really don't know. I think it's sufficiently complex and universal in its imagery that it could be almost anything you want it to be. And he actually explained the meaning of the verse, my only friend, the end, and said, sometimes the pain is too much to examine or even tolerate. That doesn't make it evil, though, or necessarily dangerous. But people fear death even more than pain. It's strange that they fear death. Life hurts a lot more than death. At the point of death, the pain is over. Yeah, I guess it is a friend. Wow, what a heavy quote. And everybody thinks Jim Morrison's like this fat, bloated clown. Yeah, he was awesome. He just couldn't handle himself. Or drugs. Also, alcohol. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. We'll always have Paris, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) Gosh. Hard. That's harsh. It's not too soon, though. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. So, Paul McCartney of the Beatles claimed following after this this release that he wanted the Beatles 
to capitalize on the Doors musical style as a kind of an alter ego. And their next album was Sgt. Pepper. So even the Beatles were looking at the Doors going, wow, what are they? What I can be influenced yeah, by that. that. That's how original this was when it came out. Um, the the uh, My favorite song is Alabama Song. It's so unique. It's a cover of Bertolt Brecht, who is a German um, composer, playwright, whatever. Um, and it's he changed the lyrics and that kind of thing to be more about the whiskey bar and you know, show me the way to the next little boy and the little and they girl, put, like carnival music. Yeah, and, and it's so, it, it like you can hear his gait as he's like walking like down the sunset strip to the whiskey a go go to get a drink or i mean He's it's painting like you can you hear it you can sure. hear it you know and and the band does such a great job feeding off of jim morrison's whole persona where they just wrap him up and they they had to play to him you know like even like robbie krieger and ray manzarek i mean they were writing some of these songs they were writing them but jim morrison was such a just person like it was such a persona and a front man a force it's perfect that it was just like they played music to what he was doing with it and it just it this album just completely captures what the doors were they did open the doors of perception the doors yes and that's a great reference to where the name came from and that's that's a great band name as long as you've got a great explanation like that with it. Yeah. Um, what I think is so cool about it, though, is the Doors are not like every other band. Some bands, everybody contributes equally, or everybody wants to contribute equally. I think early on, the Doors realized exactly what you just said, which is, we're going to... F- Follow, follow what you're doing because yeah, take he, us to your leader. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and he was, he was, he's, and that's why Jim Morrison is the icon. He's the, he's the lizard King. He's the, he's all the things. And yeah, the members of the band were amazing musicians. Interesting things about the Alabama song that mm-hmm. came around around this time, the lobby whiskey bar in the Watergate Hotel is named after this song. Oh, wow. Interesting. In addition, Show Me the Way to the Next Whiskey Bar is written on the wall of the men's restroom in Cheers. Hmm. It can be seen in episode nine of season one. <laughs> but I love this song because the instrumentation, and we alluded to the, the carnival thing, mm-hmm. but in Alabama song, Ray Manzarek plays an instrument called a marxophone. Mm-hmm. Now, is that a communist musical instrument? No, but that's a reasonable guess. It is a fretless zither played by a system of metal hammers. Mm. Sounds kind of like a mandolin as well as a hammered dulcimer. And if you know anything about Ray Manzarek and what a unique Mm. musician that man was, you know he was just happier than a pig in slop to get to play something like a marxophone. Oh, absolutely. He was awesome. So the Doors, 
never really had a bass player. Ray Manzarek, his left hand was the Doors bass. Um, but for this album, the record label was like, well, no, you have to have a bass player. And the bass player basically came in and just played the exact same thing that Ray Manzarek was playing with his left hand the whole time anyways. He, they, they just basically doubled it. So there's no real changes. And that's one of the reasons the Doors were so good live was they did exactly what they did in the studio live. Like there was no filters, changes, whatever. It was like, this is who we are. Now, to be fair, the only songs on this album that actually have a bass player in them are Backdoor Man, Mm -hmm. Soul Kitchen, and Light My Fire. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. And 20th Century Fox. Mm-hmm. How could we even not include 20th Century Fox? <laughs> Probably because we're not in that century anymore, but I get what you're doing there. Mm-hmm. And I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Paul Rothschild, uh, he was a great producer. Um, a lot of interesting stories about that guy. Definitely check out his involvement in Pearl. Uh, There's some pretty legendary stories about that. But again, this is a guy that can recognize uniqueness and talent Talent. and bring it out and translate it in a way that everyone can appreciate it, even though they weren't in the room when it happened. Mm, mm -hmm. And that's the mark of a great producer. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, definitely check this one out. Great debut album. Uh, Today's album for the day today, February 17th, is The Doors. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at album the number four of the day. Uh, give us a follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us, and feel free to email us with your requests at album for the day at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we will see you tomorrow. And don't ask why. <laughs> don't ask why. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!